here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, they hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. You want to do the intro? What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the PPC Den podcast. I'm here joined by my co-host, Michael Erickson Fasheen, and my name, in case if you've forgotten me or this is your first time ever hearing my voice, is Stephen Nock. Yes, welcome, Stephen. And of course, you can get all of our episodes at adbadger.com slash podcast. Welcome to the PPC Den, a show about Amazon advertising. Some say, Stephen, no show about Amazon advertising is complete unless it's got me and you on it. I haven't heard that before, but... <laughs> well, you have now. Well, you now just I heard have. It. There you go. Tune in today to find out what on earth we should all be thinking and strategizing about ACOTS, at cost of total sales. Some call it total ACOS. Some call it blended ACOS. Some call it adjusted ACOS. Other people just call it how much I spend on my Amazon ads relative to my total revenue ads plus organic. Also true ACOS, I think. True ACOS some, is another some one. people call it. True ACOS. Yes, there's so many words for this concept, but it's basically the ratio of how much you are spending on your Amazon ads versus how much your total Amazon store, your company is generating on Amazon. We're going to be touching this, massaging this, I'm getting, save me, Steven. I'm getting too gross about these, uh, these analogies. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, uh, Mike, I think we made up the term ACOTS, right? Ad cost of it, total sales. It uh, never caught on. Long ago. It never caught on. But you know what? It will because I think the, the total ACOS or true ACOS is like the, the mainstream. But I personally don't like that because it sounds like the word total is mm -hmm. like, you know, the adjective is describing the ad cost, right? Because it's total Dude. ad cost of sales. Yes. No, it's ad cost of total sales. A cost. Yes, ad cost of total sales. Right. The, only, the issue is is that it's hard to say. Right. I'm a, I, I really like acronyms that are correct, mm -hmm. but I never pay attention to how they are pronounced. So like a cots kind of sounds like a cost right. or a cost. Cost. I can't even speak <laughs> now uh, because of this. Uh, but yes, we're going to be digging into the ratio of how much you are spending on your ads relative to your total Amazon revenue. We're going to be also touching on the related point of ad revenue percent of total revenue. And we're going to be getting an update from Steven as to what he's been up to uh, over the last few months. Uh, tune in to the end to get the news. <laughs> but first... Let's jump in to the meat of this episode, because as you know, we have a goal every week that you can finish this episode and go do stuff in your campaigns. Without further ado, let's jump in to, I just want to talk generally about this. And here we go. Okay, Steven, 
Say I if you've heard clients, instead of giving you an ACOS goal, they give you an ACOTS goal, a total ACOS goal. I. I. I too. Pound pound that desk in agreement if out there. Uh, I know that I know that I have always heard this for the last several years for Amazon advertising, but I I think it's going up. I think more people are using total ACOS or blended ACOS, ACOTS as their metric more and more that they are judging their Amazon advertising by. Would you say this is true as well? Yes, I have uh, heard an increasing trend of the uh, ACOTS uh, goals set by clients. Uh, and I guess I have a love-hate relationship with that because, and yeah, I guess we'll, the rest of the episode will be breaking down why, so I won't give it away now. But uh, I think there's a time when that's a, a good metric to look at and, and a time when it's not. Yeah, and I think it makes total sense. Uh, I almost view it as a way that a lot of company owners are using it to battle against, you know, whatever it might be, increased tariffs, uh, more expensive everything, uh, giving Amazon FBA money, giving Amazon a percentage of each sale. So there, I believe, I mean, I mean, it's good business to have a budget of how much you want to spend on advertising relative to how much revenue you are making. Uh, and what's so tricky about this is that I do feel like such a hard number can sometimes force maybe PPC management that we don't, that, that could be missing a few things. So sort of, and I mean, part of the reason why is because you can't set, you know, you're setting a bid for individual keywords, not your store level ACOTS or your product level AOCTS, you know, you, you set a bid for an individual keyword and that keyword doesn't have an ad cost of total sales. Uh, like it, it, it doesn't transpose a hundred percent, you know, what you want as a business goal versus what you want when you're inside the campaign, actually making optimizations. Yeah. Um, that's a great point. Yeah. You can look at a keywords, a cost. You can't look at a keywords, a cots. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only really look at like a products, a cots. Yeah. Um, and maybe your, your entire accounts, ACOTS. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you can't see the performance of individual keywords. So maybe there's one keyword that's yeah. driving a lot of organic sales because it's winning the Amazon's choice badge, but you can't really track your organic sales to any certain search term. So uh, that point's kind of moot. Um, but yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. I, th- I had a second point I was going to get to, but I'll pass it back to you, Mike. I definitely think... And I don't want anyone to misinterpret. I do feel, and I do believe that a total ACOS goal is important and companies should have one mm-hmm. um, in the sense of you don't want to be spiraling out of control just to crank up your ad cost of total sales all the way. Um, so we came up with a handy dandy. We borrowed the word, the Trinity. You need the, you need the Trinity. Uh, of revenue on Amazon. You need to have your uh, ACOS where it should be. You need to have your total ACOS where it should be. And you need to consider the organic ranking and organic sales that you're getting. So it's like you combine you know, the ratio of ad spend to ad revenue, the ratio of ad spend to total revenue, and you evaluate the ratio of sort of 
organic revenue and ad revenue. So like all three of these things, it's like uh, if I'm drawing a triangle, they're all sort of in, they need to be in balance. They need to be evaluated. They need to be, these numbers and ratios need to be crunched because it's almost like this like moving, transforming triangle where, you know, one point of the triangle will move, the other two will either expand or contract, uh, and then another point can do the opposite and can expand and contract. So these three numbers need to be in balance and in union uh, in order to really be effective. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I think back to some of the most successful relationships that I've had with clients and they're almost always, we didn't, sometimes we didn't explicitly say so, but they've always been considering this union of these three, ACOS, total ACOS, consider organic ranking and organic sales. Even if we didn't explicitly do it from the onset, we were always thinking of them and it just led to the most growth. And I think that's sort of the key. Like, yes, this episode says ACOTS is incredibly important. But we're also saying that, I, you know, I think that the, the trinity of ACOS, total ACOS, and considering organic sales and organic ranking is the way to approach this. And no one should be more important than the other. And knowing that if you hyper-focus just on one of them, the other two will be a little out of balance. Right. Anyway, I said a lot there. And it is really frustrating for an account manager when, you know, your client will say, you know, we have a goal of, you know, 7% um, ACOTS, um, mm -hmm. you know, ad cost of total sales. Um, mm -hmm. We're willing to spend, you know, 7% of all of our sales on ads. That's the goal. And then, you know, end of the month. And you can't really, you know, mid-month, you know, maybe the ACOS is looking great. Like, like, wow, these campaigns are really performing. ACOS is at all-time lows. Um, budgets are campaigns are running out of budget and the a cost is extremely low. So we're like increasing our budgets. We're making more money. You're looking at all this sales growth, the ads, like you doubled or tripled your sales for the month. Like, this is awesome. And then you go back in and look at the organic sales and sure they went up too, but maybe not quite as much to keep up with like the ad spend increases. And so then you come back at the end of the month and you hit like a 10%, um, a C O T S. And then the client's all upset. Like I told you not to go over 7%. And what I don't think people always understand is that like you made more money, like you made more net revenue, you made more ad revenue, you made more organic revenue, like you're making more money. And part of the idea is that like, you know, the ad revenue, like the, the growth there is stimulating the organic revenue, right? It's, mm -hmm. you know, being more aggressive with ads is boosting your sales velocity. It's boosting your seller's rank. It's helping you win Amazon choice badges and mm -hmm. it's, it's all growing the account. And so if you can make more money with a higher ACOTS, like that's what you should be really looking at. It's like net profit, right? Like profits and pockets at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Ooh, damn. Profits in pockets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I love that. I think to confirm what you just said, for my own understanding, uh, there is a way to have a worse total ACOS, meaning your ad spend ratio of your total revenue got worse a worse return I mean, on your investment right it, it like it went up you moved from a seven percent aocts to a ten percent aocts maybe to a 14 percent acots most people will consider that bad like mm -hmm. you don't want that number to be creeping up mm -hmm. and it's generally considered good when it goes down like right. it's generally celebrated if you're moving from a 15 percent aocts to a 
10% AOCTS. But here is what at the crux of this is, is that when you're only looking at that one and not the other two members of the PPC Trinity of Revenue, uh, you could potentially be making decisions that actually lower your profits and pockets. And I think we'll include an image of a little spreadsheet action that we put together before, uh, while prepping for the show, we put together basically scenarios where you can move from a 13% total ACOS to a 20% total ACOS and actually have more profits and pockets. Yeah, more than 50% of additional profit and pocket. Right. And it all comes down to, you know, what your ACOS is. So in that particular scenario where we increased the total ACOS, uh, you know, we moved from 13% to 20%. But what did we improve upon? Well, we improved the other member of the Amazon Trinity revenue. <laughs> we improved the ACOS. So here all of a sudden, if I was just optimizing on total ACOS, I would go in there, I would make actions to lower the total ACOS, which would be great, but I'd be forgetting about, or perhaps it wouldn't be as forefront in the actual optimization schedule to be looking at that ACOS. So you can actually increase your profits by increasing your total ACOS as long as you improve either your organic revenue or your standard ACOS along with it. So there are scenarios where you can do this. And of course, there are scenarios where you can make your total ACOS higher and you actually lose profit. So, you know, it's not a, uh, you know, you have to just crunch the numbers. So we'll include an example, but we listed like ad spend, ad revenue, total revenue, organic revenue, total ACOS, ACOS, ad revenue as a percentage of total revenue, net revenue. We threw in a cost of goods uh, in this image, but obviously you'll need to punch in your own cost of goods and an Amazon fee associated with that, which might vary from, and you know, there's other costs that are associated with your cost of goods and selling your product that are going to influence this, but we have a little calculator that you can use and you can just go get it. Pretty sweet. Badger.com slash podcast. Yeah. So you got to think about the Trinity. You can't just focus on total ACOS because you could increase your total ACOS, but actually have a more profitable account. Right. How about that? Yeah. Catch me outside. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, the margins and the net profits, that's really um, all that matters at the end of the day. And so I guess like moral of the story is, you know, short answer is um, a lower ACOS can sometimes mean more profit um, because you're, you're yeah. getting a better return, you're spending less, mm -hmm. and your net profit at the end of the day is bigger and you're, and you're, yeah. you're $1 richer or whatever. On the flip side, sometimes pushing a little bit more aggressively with your ACOS, uh, with your bids, can bring in so much more additional sales. So many more additional mm -hmm. sales. So much more sales, much sales, many sales. Buku bucks, I think is the word you're looking for. It can, it can bring in so more many buku bucks, so much more many, um, that um, even though the margins were smaller, the total net profit was larger because like the total sales, you know, you're, yeah, I'd rather have like a 10% margin on a hundred thousand dollars of sales or 5% margin on like a million dollars worth of sales. You know, mm -hmm. obviously that's right. a hyperbole there, but obviously the 5% of a million is more than the 10% of a hundred thousand. So that's kind of the idea there. Yeah. So everyone should, should be drawing out when they're setting goals. And if they're only focused on an AOCTS goal, it is possible that they're not considering 
improvements that could come from the other two pieces of the Trinity, lowering ACOS or increasing organic ranking and organic sales. Um, so I feel like the best campaigns that I've ever been a part of, we've always considered those things, you know, okay, what are we getting the Amazon choice badge for right now? Let's push that like crazy. Uh, hey, this campaign looks like the ACoS is too high. Let's fix it. Or hey, uh, for this product, my total ACoS is, is going up too much. Let's lower it. So that we've always considered all three of these things. And it's always led to, I think, the most successful uh, progress being made. Because, um, you know, we sometimes talk about, uh, you know, you can expand an account, you can make it bigger. Or you can optimize it and like trim the fat and make it more efficient. And I still think that's true. Uh, but then when you, you know, you're talking about your goals, you can sort of view these three things to be in union. And I think an important thing to remember, uh, which is I think tough for a lot of companies, is how do you, I, I have a question for you, Stephen. How should we think about, let's say someone is currently at a 10% total ACoS and they cannot, which is a very, very popular total ACoS, uh, which kind of makes sense. You know, uh, a lot of products may have similar cost of goods and companies might have similar uh, looking balance sheets and income statements uh, for e-commerce. Uh, but with all that being said, let's say we're already at the ideal 10% AOCTS. It's kind of tough to go to that company and say, hey, you know what, if we push it a little bit, if we maybe kick this up to 13% ACOTS temporarily, we could potentially be making more profit. And it, it's a little bit of a, you need to jump across the, the chasm in order to say, we're going to do these things to try to boost organic revenue. So it can be kind of tough to conceptualize, plan this, which is where it comes, you know, you really need a lot of trust in the PBC team and, and how you're working and, uh, you know, because it can be risky. So I'm curious uh, how you think about crossing that chasm. Chasm? I think chasm, but who knows? Yeah, so it is really tricky because there's no way, no real way to like forecast it. You know, you can't just yeah. say, um, you know, if we were to spend an additional $10,000, you know, so let's say you're, no you're normally spending 20000 a month. You know, if we were going to spend an extra 10000 and hit $30,000 in sales, um, what extra revenue would that get me? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Depends on where the extra $10,000 are going. Are the extra $10,000 just raising the bids by 50% on all of our keywords? And now we're just getting more placements or, or better placements. Um, or are you just like adding, you know, an extra $10,000 of additional campaign types? Like you're, you're going to dump 10,000 sponsor display or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, and will that additional spend actually bring in sales? I don't know. Um, yeah. Let's say it does. Let's say your target A costs in your campaign manager was like 20%. You're at 20%. You're like, hey, I want to dump in an extra 10, 10 grand. Well, now your, your, uh, you know, your A cost goes up to say 25%. So you got some additional sales, little, uh, you know, little bit smaller margins on, on that return there. What did the organic sales do? Did that additional ad revenue drive the orga organic revenue enough to like offset that? Like mm -hmm. you were able to boost your ranking enough um, yeah. that you were able to offset the the increase of your ACOS so that your ACOTS, your ACOTS actually stayed the same or maybe even went down. You can't really forecast it. You don't know exactly what Amazon's gonna do. Um, you have no idea what the competition's gonna do. 
you know, sometimes you, you might increase your spend a little bit and then like your, your biggest competitor goes out of stock. And so <laughs> now you're like, you know, all your ACOS and, and everything goes like down to like single digits. Um, so you can't really predict it or forecast it. It really is impossible. From my experience, what I'll do is I usually start with a goal just on the advertising side of things and I'm trying mm -hmm. to hit certain margins. My preferred goal is to hit um, to hit the break even on the campaigns pretty much perpetually. I know a lot of people like to, you know, let's say your break even is 35%. I know a lot of people like to pull that break even down to like the 30% range or 25% because they like the idea of getting a little bit of a return on their mm -hmm. ads. So what I'll usually do is, is, you know, like, let's get that return. Let's, let's start at 30% or whatever. And then I'll keep an eye on the, or I'm always tracking the organic revenue and the ad revenue. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at yeah. that relationship between the two. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm looking at ad revenue, organic revenue, total revenue. And I'm looking at the relationship between those three. Uh, it's almost like your, your second kind of Trinity, your, uh, mm -hmm. your second revenue Trinity. <laughs> um, keeping an eye on that and what I'll do is I'll say, hey, let's try to push up from 30% ACoS up to 35%. And now we're going to mm -hmm. be breaking even on the ads, not making any money on the ads. But that additional sales growth from the ads could be enough to push the organic revenue even higher. Mm -hmm. So right. whatever, you know, maybe you only uh, you get an additional, let's say, when you, when you, when you increase that uh, ACoS target in your campaigns from 30% to 35%, you're able to get an additional, let's call it like 20% of sales on the organic side. And on the ad side, well, that original, that uh, additional 20% of sales could be enough to offset whatever the additional spend was that you put on that. Right. So right. those are the things I'm always tracking. So I can't really predict what's going to happen, um, but I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. And, and as we're kind of moving ACOS goals, I'll see what's happening on the ad revenue, organic revenue, total revenue side of things. And um, yeah, I, I'm going to kind of shift topics to to uh, add revenue percentage of total revenue. But before I kind of jump on that, I want to see if you had any thoughts there yet. Yeah, I, I think as, you know, it's just like with anything in PPC, you can test it. So you don't have to, you know, in the example that you gave, you know, we don't have to do big sweeping strategic technical changes to all parts of the campaign. You know, there's certain areas where you can do this sort of uh, smaller testing and you know sometimes i might say hey why don't we just get really aggressive with one product and one family of keywords you know we leave everything else the same and just push it in this area and you know see if we can get any positive signals from that you know are the organic sales making up and paying for that uh, are we potentially in a way better position you know we're getting way more tops of search uh you know all of these different things can come into play so i think with anything in ppc like do it, test it, track it, and then look for the positive signals to do either more of it or less of it. And I would say, you know, if it doesn't lead to what it is that you were looking for, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're doomed and you can only look at the total ACOS figure from now on. There's still other areas and other things to test in that particular account. Maybe you were going after a keyword that, you know, Amazon just doesn't want you to uh, increase your ranking for, for whatever reason it might be. Maybe you just don't convert that well on it relative to your competitors. Right. Uh, and that could be, uh, you know, where you look at some of the competitive tools that help give you like inside Amazon, whether it be brand analytics uh, to clue you in as to maybe, Hey, maybe you're off the mark a little bit. Maybe you're not as a, as aggressive for this keyword as you're trying to be. So there's so many things there that I think make a lot of sense. I would just say respect the Trinity, 
evaluate your ACoS, your total ACoS, and your organic ranking and organic sales. And when you put all these three things together, I think you get a really comprehensive, good goal. I think goal setting on Amazon is incredibly challenging, uh, and it's something that uh, continues to evolve. Like I don't think we would have had this episode two years ago because uh, not that many people were prioritizing ACOTs, I think, the way that they are today. So it's continuing to evolve, continuing to grow. And, you know, one other member, which we mentioned we were talking about, is ad revenue percent of total revenue. I do want to talk about how to optimize for total ACOTs uh, in a smidge, but uh, let's just touch on ad revenue as a percent of total revenue. That's a perfect segue back to where I was about to shift tracks to. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Because... Yeah, one of the things that can happen is, you know, you when you increase your ad spend, all of a sudden, you know, if you're if you're only looking at your campaigns, if you're if you're a campaign manager, either a, a freelancer, you work at an agency, and all you do is you look at the campaigns and and you don't actually track your clients' organic sales and what's happening there. Well, you know, the ad performance may be looking phenomenal. You're seeing month over month growth. Your revenues, uh, your ad revenues, just going up, up, up. Um, but what actually might be happening if you actually dig into like the seller central business reports, or if you're working with a vendor looking at like the purchase orders, um, you might actually see like your total sales or like your purchase order sizes are staying stagnant. Um, but to keep it with the seller's uh, example, you know, your total sales might be like month over month staying the same and your ad revenue is going up and up and up and up and up, but your total revenues is just kind of staying flat. So what's happening in that scenario is you're really just kind of shifting organic revenue to ad revenue. And you'll see that a lot of the times, like if, I mean, one of the best examples of when you'll see that happen, at least some kind of an impact where organic revenue just shifts to ad revenue is if you launch a branded keyword campaign because you weren't bidding on your own brand before. And that's not a bad thing because, you know, we've got other episodes on why you should be bidding on your own brand and keyword defense and all that stuff. But yes, you are probably going to get some search traffic for people who are already planning on buying your product, who are now purchasing your product through the ad that they saw just because it was the product that they were looking for. And so, yeah, so you will see that happen. And that's just one thing to keep in mind because that means your ads aren't actually helping you in any way. If anything, you're just paying for money that you once you used to get for free. So, right. And the flip side of that, uh, I was going to say if your ad revenue as a percent of total revenue is way too low, um, did do you want to touch on that? I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, if, it, yeah, if it's yeah. way too low. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going to say when, when, when you and Brett did that episode before, I forget what mm-hmm. episode number it was. It was somewhere early, early on. But yeah, you guys talked about um, kind of the relationship between organic revenue and ad revenue. And I believe you guys said that like the average Amazon seller, about 30 to 40% of their total revenue comes from ads. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would, I guess, be roughly like a, a two to one ratio like of... For every one sale from ads, you get two sales, usually like organically. And yeah, so, I say two or three, yeah. Yeah, so that would make up, a, mm-hmm. a, you know, about, so 33% of your total sales are, are coming from just the ads. Yeah. That's probably a, a pretty good average. I've seen that across yeah. uh, most accounts mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And, and of course, there's a lot of variance, but I would say, you know, if I look at an account and, you know, the account does a lot of total revenue. But then you look at their ad revenue and it only makes up, you know, five, ten percent of their total revenue. So this is ad revenue compared to total revenue. Uh, and they probably have an incredibly low a cots. You know, what does that mean? I sometimes look at that and say, wait a second, there's probably so many ad 
strategies that you're not deploying here in order to keep these things that low. So there's probably lots of room to grow there. And in a situation like that, you know, you would expect that you could bid more aggressively on things, launch new campaign types, launch, launch new strategic initiatives and not have that eat up uh, your organic revenue. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so there's definitely something that you need to do to run those numbers. Um, now, lastly, to sort of finish up this whole conversation about total ACOS or ACOTS, um, it is, you know, it is a goal that you should consider. Uh, it is one of the members of the ACOS, ACOTS, and organic sales uh, trinity. The question becomes how to keep it under control. And what I like to do is for accounts where this is really important, I like to look at weekly revenue total for the products. And then I like to set budgets that would put me at the ACOTS where I would need to be. So for example, if some uh, product does $70 a week, then I would say, well, $10 a day in budget multiplied by seven days. It's going to spend the entire thing. I will land exactly at my AOCTS goal. Uh, and then you just rinse and repeat. Uh, as the or total sales go up, you would look at it again the next week and you would just update those, but those budgets. If it decreases, you would do that too. Now, the thing about that is if you're only considering total AOCS, you would be missing out on ACOS goals and ACOS improvements. Uh, meaning there's some room in there where you could actually improve your ACOS and actually get more profit uh, while, you know, total ACOS is going in one direction or the other. Um, So you always want to consider all of those things. There might be scenarios where you're shrinking back your budgets in order to get to a total ACOS and maybe some organic ranking goes down. So, there's definitely some things to do, like definitely some things that you always want to consider. And like I said, like considering all three parts of this is really the, where the magic happens. But to optimize total ACOS, that's one strategy I do. You know, you need some good spreadsheet skills, VLOOKUP to, you know, have your total sales for the product and then your ad sales for ad revenue and ad uh, cost for the product to be able to calculate that. AOCTS, and then have your, you know, expected daily budget for that product, update your campaigns, which is why it's also helpful to have single product campaigns. So you can actually set a budget for the specific products, even though they're going to be in multiple campaigns. And then you can play around with doing a cost optimization inside and within that total a cost boundary while watching organic sales. And then if you notice that organic sales are going down too, after you've shrunk your budgets to hit a total ACOS, you can have a conversation and say, hey, I think my organic sales are going down. So even though I'm, I'm staying at my 10% ACOS, I'm actually reducing my profit because I can, I'm continuing to lower my budgets to stay under 10%. When in actuality, if I ever were to maybe get a little bit more aggressive with it, I get more orders, more sales velocity, and actually, you know, make more profit on the other side. So you can see how continuously chopping budgets down to hit a total ACOS could lead to some not great scenarios. But if you wanted to ensure that you hit your total ACOS, you can do that. But you need to be monitoring all three points of the Trinity. Yep. And well said, Michael. Well said, Michael (laughs) Erickson Fashin, the MEF (laughs) 9000, as your uh, Instagram handle is. 9000, right? I believe it's 8000. 8,000, my bad. I'm not on that um, one yet. 
yeah, but go go follow Michael on Instagram. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, yeah, one, you know, at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned I had like a love hate relationship with with ACOTS, um, and I guess maybe to help differentiate ACOS and ACOTS in the way I say it, I'm gonna I decided I'm gonna accent, I'm gonna change the accent on the syllable. So, <laughs> ACOS accent on the first syllable is is a uh, ad cost of sales. ACOTS. If I yes. emphasize that T in there on the second syllable, got it. Um, but yeah, with with folks that have a fixed a cots, um, you know, and and they're like, we can't exceed ten percent or whatever or whatever the number may be. I'm really only okay with that if if it's my own business or if I'm managing an account. If the idea is that the a cost for the campaigns can be unlimited, if the a cost can be unlimited, it's like, hey, we don't care if you have like a hundred percent, two hundred percent a cost. We want these products to grow do whatever you can with the campaigns to get them scaled. But the ACOTS, you know, how much of our total sales that we're willing to invest in these ads can't exceed 10%. To me, that's awesome. If, if budget's unlimited with a 10% ACOTS and we can have an infinite budget on the on the ACOS side of things with the actual ads returns, I actually feel pretty stoked about that. And, and I've, I've had that scenario before with, with clients. And the reason why I love it so much is because now you can get really aggressive with some of those single keyword campaigns, those top of search targeting campaigns, and that can really help stimulate the organic sales growth for a lot of those products. And so, you know, even if the CPCs are ridiculously high for a keyword because it's super competitive, you're in a tough niche, you're selling, uh, I don't know, athletic clothing, which is usually pretty crowded and competitive, you know, you're, you've got $3, $4 CPCs, and your product sells for, tw- for 20 bucks. And it's gonna be almost impossible to get conversion rates strong enough with all the competition to really win those sales. But you know, if you're not trying to hit a 35% ACOS um, on those actual keywords, and you're just looking at the you know the total sales in terms of how much you can spend on ads, you know that that's a great strategy for me, and, and I can mm-hmm. I can do a lot with that. So um, that's where I I love the idea of of having a fixed you know ad cost of total sales as long as that means your a cost can kind of be unlimited but if you're going to try to have a a set kind of um you know ad cost of total sales thing and and also try to control the a cost on your ad campaigns there's a really strong chance that you're just leaving a lot of opportunity on the table Mm -hmm. and that's kind of when i start to not like that is you're so fixated on the return uh, goal that you're not really capturing the total revenue or total Mm -hmm. profit goal so yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of my take on that. You can't constantly sh- constrict everything. You can't constrict AOCTS and ACOS at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's too much of a pull in that direction. One thing I really want to build into AdBadger, the software, is basically something to help evaluate this because we're talking a lot about these ratios: ACOS, total ACOS, and organic ranking, organic sales. I'd love, uh, which I don't think this exists uh, yet, or I mean, when we when we build this, it's very uh, cumbersome doing it inside uh, with spreadsheets, but like downloading uh, advertised product report so you could see how much you spent per product across your entire account. So the same product is in 10 different campaigns. You can see all the amount that you spent, all the revenue that you have for it, as well as how much you spent for it. And then I'd love to automatically pull in, uh, you know, 
Seller Central data, uh, and I believe they're adding support for uh, vendors to be able to pull this data via the API too. So basically then have how much revenue uh, it generated uh, total organically, and then uh, this would require some work on users, but then be able to punch in their cost of goods and maybe their Amazon fees such that they'd be able to have all of this per product, ad spend per product, Rev, ad revenue per product, total uh, total revenue per product, organic revenue per product, uh, cost of goods per product, yada, yada, yada. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. There's only one more thing. Cost of goods per product, Amazon fees per product, uh, as well as their profit per product. So the, really tying everything together is the place where we want to get to. So that way we can you know, evaluate and say, hey, what would happen if, if I maybe pushed on the ad spend lever in order to try to maybe bolster up organic revenue, what amount would I need to do that in order to make it worthwhile? Uh, you know, m- more data to make better decisions, I think is always valid. And that's, I think that's the last thing I'm, I, I have about total ACOS, ACOTS. That would be really cool to be able to see that inf- information in, in like the, the tables and the Ad Badger suite, especially because, yeah. uh, you know, in in seller central campaign manager on mm-hmm. advertising platform with amazon like it's so annoying brutal to have to switch back and forth from seller central yeah. to advertising and and yeah. it's such a pain and and it would be so nice to have all on one table um even especially by product that would be so cool to see you know you click on one ad group you're looking at one product in particular and it's showing you uh well yeah i guess in, in not in a certain ad group but yeah you download your advertised product report it'd be so cool if it showed you hey here's the performance by ads mm-hmm. And then here's like the ad revenue, here's the organic revenue, here's the total revenue. That would yeah. be so sick. One day, um, one day yeah. indeed. Also, Mike, we had that uh, spreadsheet going. I don't know if we wanted to walk through that example real quick just to kind of sum everything up that we just talked about. Not, what, what do you think? Yeah, let's see how we can do. It wouldn't be the first time we talked about spreadsheets on the show. So <laughs> yeah. I, well, we, we'll, we'll, uh, let's not actually use the actual uh, numbers because people can't keep all those numbers in their heads, but we can at least say this one's higher or lower between the three scenarios. Right. Uh, so in one scenario to the second, so we have standard and then that's scenario one, the baseline, and then scenario two, which would be the change. And basically when we played with these numbers and we, and we basically asked ourselves, could you have a scenario where you increase the ACOTS, but you actually generate more profit? And the answer is, Absolutely. You can increase ad spend, increase ad revenue, which would therefore increase total revenue. And even if your organic revenue stayed the same in this particular scenario, because of the improvement in a cost, like your, your a cost got so much better. Uh, and even though you're spending so much more, uh, just because you're a cost got better, you can actually end up improving your profits. So we gave the same cost of goods on both scenarios, same Amazon fees on both. And basically we were able to, you know, in this mm-hmm. hypothetical example, because we were able to spend more on more efficient ad spend. So not only do we spend more, but the ad spend itself got more efficient with a better A cost. Uh, but because we we're spending more, our A cots got worse. We went from, in this particular example, we went from you know 13% to 20%. Because we had so much more efficient ad spend, we ended up with more profit. So if we were just optimizing for total ACoS, uh, we would probably not have 
realize the scenario where you could actually spend more on better efficiency ad spend and therefore increase profits even despite having a higher total A cost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also in this example, the ad revenue percentage of total revenue went from about 33%, you know, with with the, uh, you know, the first scenario, um, which would be average, right? You know, if the average is about, um, yeah, I mean, that would be, like we mentioned before, that's pretty much perfectly average. That's that two to one ratio of, um, you know, organic to advertised. It's, you know, 33% of the total revenue there. So that total revenue uh, or ad percentage of total revenue, if that went from 33% to 60%, we're mm-hmm. now more than half of all your sales are coming through ads. A lot of people would be like, holy smokes, like we're paying so much to get these sales. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't feel comfortable. Um, you know, that ha- more than half of our revenue is coming from advertising. You know, yeah. like it seems like we're paying too much to get these sales. Well, if you look at with with this hypothetical example that we did, we kind of made up. But, you know, your if your cost of production is about 35 percent, you factor in the Amazon fees, you factor in the advertising fees, all that stuff. Here's what the net profits would look like between those two examples. Um, with the first example, you would have made um, thirty two and a half thousand dollars. In the second example, you would have made fifty thousand dollars. And here's what I say, too. If your advertising revenue as a percentage of total revenue. So in this scenario, all we did was we created a bigger advertising account and got a better ACoS. That's all we did. We took it from 10,000 ad spend at 40% ACoS to 25,000 at a 33% ACoS. So in this scenario, we actually didn't touch organic revenue. In scenario one and scenario two, the organic revenue stayed the same. And that's why our ad revenue as a percentage of total revenue increased so much. And what I would say, like the way, the realistic real world way to to, to have this kind of thing happen? Like how do you double the size of an account and improve the ACoS? That is possible. And it would typically be done by going out there and finding new opportunities. So maybe new campaign types were launched. Maybe existing campaigns were cleaned up and trimmed to the fat and just new opportunity was done. I'd be willing to bet that you're now bidding on things that maybe you don't rank for very well organically. So if, you're, if you did creep up to 60% ad revenue of total revenue, there's probably a lot of organic work that could be done, mm-hmm. uh, which we just finished up a four-part series of Amazon advertising, where you can go on and and SEO. There's definitely room for opportunity to rotate some keywords organically and continue to rank and index for right. even more things. So, thus resulting in more profit. Yeah, and of course, this is a hypothetical example. Um, you know, you would if you are getting that many additional sales through advertising, there's a really strong chance that you're also going to get a boost on your organic sales as well and just see a, a massive jump in your, um, you know, kind of net profits and all that stuff. However, I have seen this example before where, you know, all of a sudden the ad revenue like just jumps and organic revenue stays the same. And, and you know, part of the reason why that was was because for this specific account, pretty much 100% of their sales were coming through branded searches. Mm-hmm. You know, they were in a pretty competitive niche. Um they had really strong brand awareness just from like commercials and stuff. And the brand had been around for a long time. Um, they just weren't a top seller on Amazon. So pretty much all their sales were just coming through branded searches. They didn't really have a foot in the door for any of the other keywords that were, you know, as pretty competitive and stuff. And so, you know, we were able to get them a, a you know, a much bigger, you know, piece of the pie on the ad side of things, um, which, you know, long-term is hopefully going to start boosting their organic rank um, for those actual keywords as well that are non-branded that are more generic so yeah it's it's just a hypothetical but you know i i've i've definitely seen it before yeah so yeah so we'll have this spreadsheet screen cap as well as uh maybe a little calculator that you can play around with as well to poke around with your numbers 
Um, I think that's all I can say about ACOTs. Yeah. And then we did have one final example here in which, you know, maybe your, your ACOTs and your ACOS go up, um, but they go up so drastically and your ad spend goes up so drastically. And even though in this third example, you know, you do increase your ad revenue, you do increase your total revenue, organic revenue stays the same. And yes, you had more uh, in this third example, actually, you, you pretty much double, you almost double your total revenue. Um, but because it was so costly, because you didn't you know get enough sales to offset the actual uh, ad spend, uh, in the final example, your net profit is actually down from, mm-hmm. from the first example. So um, just something to keep an eye on um, with this trinity of ACOS, ACOTS, organic revenue and, and sales and all that stuff. Like you just want to keep an eye on everything. Um, sometimes you can increase your, um, you know, your total ad spend, your ad revenue, uh, your ad revenue percentage of total revenue. You can increase all those metrics and actually walk away with more money. And then other times you can increase all those metrics and walk away with less money. Profits in your pockets. So that's it about ad cost of total sales. Uh, we hope you found that thrilling and engaging and hopefully give you some better ways to think about and view your campaigns. I like to always just have an ACOS goal, total ACOS goal, and consider your organic sales. If you do always have these things in top of mind, I would say never, uh, potentially never talk about total ACOS without touching on ACOS and organic sales. Uh, And I think you'll be in the clear on that. Uh, But for fans of the show, been listening for a while, and we've got so many of you that listen to tune in every episode, um, got some inside baseball for you. Uh, You know, for me as the owner of Ad Badger, um, you know, one thing that uh, I think is a testament to my own guidance and leadership is how successful people are uh, after they leave Ad Badger. And I think, uh, you know, I had someone reach out to Stephen the other day and said, hey, how come you're doing so many shows with competitors? You know, we had Destiny on the show. We had uh, uh, Brent on the show, uh, you know, from other Amazon agencies. And he's like, what are you doing? I <laughs> uh, no, he didn't say that. But he's just like, hey, I find it very interesting and intriguing that you uh, are so friendly with your competitors. And I think that's never the way that I looked at it. It's always been like, uh, for me, like having Brent on the show or Destiny on the show, uh, it's always like, hey, how can we create a piece of art that people are going to listen and get a lot of value out of. Uh, so I find that like uh, really fun to do. But, um, you know, one thing that you have been up to, Stephen, one thing you always wanted to try was you are actually a free agent. You uh, are now your own boss, living your own boss's dreams, um, filing your own taxes now, doing all these things uh, on your own. So you've been uh, freelancing over the last uh, few weeks or so. And um, yeah, that's it. So so that's why, you know, I hope to always have you circle back on the show, but uh, for lack of better terms, you are now a free freelancer, free agent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um I mean, I'm sure you guys know this, especially if you've been listening to uh, me and Mike for the uh, however many episodes we were on before. Um, but we're super close. We have a super mm-hmm. tight relationship. We're still super close. Love you, dude. Um, yeah, we got to love we, you. Love you too, man. Um, yeah, we got a real close relationship. And um, yeah, one of the things I started mentioning to Mike um, around the end of last year was um, 
just kind of like a yeah desire to kind of experiment and kind of you know see what it would be like to um, try to do my own thing and also my my kind of background before I got into PPC was in um, education training I was a corporate trainer um, at a company in in California so I really love the idea of like teaching people it's just something that I'm passionate about so uh, yeah I decided to to kind of go and and try to do some Amazon advertising consulting and coaching I just kind of thought a lot of people out there would maybe want to take things into their own hands and not outsource things. But so yeah, between doing some consulting, doing a little bit of uh, account management for people, that's kind of what I've been doing. So um, yeah, if you are interested, feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn, Stephen Nock. But um, it's been great, Mike. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Catching up. It's been good. Yeah. I've always thought my job as a uh, leader at a company is to you know, help people achieve their own dreams. And uh, I think like that's the true test of any good CEO. And it's it's not just about themselves all the time. And uh, so it, it's great to, you know, have our current relationship. And, uh, you know, obviously I would be lying if I said I didn't miss you and I'd, uh, one day, uh, hopefully we get a chance to work very intimately again, yeah. but, uh, you know, we're staying in contact and staying in each other's orbit. If you say, heck yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have to come out yeah. to Austin again sometime. Cause it's been oh, a while yeah. once they open right up on. the, are they, are the restaurants open out there yet? Everything's open. Oh, man, Nothing's okay. closed. I'm just stuck in California. I haven't eaten in a restaurant in like a year. Whoa. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Austin's great because it has so much outdoor stuff. Yeah, that is awesome. So you can like go out to eat in a pretty safe way. Lots of fans outside. It's good. It's a good, good spot to That's be. Awesome. I actually kind of feel bad for California. Everyone's leaving. Oh, my gosh. It's the worst. When they closed outdoor dining, I was like, these poor restaurants, they're doing everything they can. And now yeah. it's takeout only. But yeah, it's okay. I think well, we're anyway, Stephen, that's a tangent. That's a, yeah. that's a far tangent. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week. Have a good one. And I'll see you inside the Badger Den. Bye-bye, everybody. Peace.